Yahoo, and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Just last week, we got to hear from Hudson Taylor's early years, while he was still in medical school preparing to go to China. One day, after school, he suddenly experienced pain in his right arm that led to him being found unconscious on the floor of his home just hours later. Doctors told him he only had a few days left to live. Listen in to last week's episode to hear how, even through this trial, he kept faith that the Lord had something for him to do in China, and how the Lord did, in fact, end up allowing him to recover and eventually make it to the mission field. As always, never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing or following on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, Google, Edify, Reason, and so much more. Head on over to visionforchina.org slash podcast. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T for a complete directory of where you can listen in online. Subscribing to or following the broadcast with notifications turned on on your phone will set you up to get a reminder each Monday morning as new episodes come out. Of course, you can find Vision for China on Facebook, where giving us a like will keep you up to date with occasional posts about what the Vision for China team is up to, as well as what we're talking about here on the podcast. And if you're of more of an Instagram persuasion, you can find and follow Vision for China there as well. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a comment and rating within the podcast app, too. The more interaction the podcast gets, both within podcast apps and on social media, the more likely it is to be discovered by others. Do your part to help us get the word out that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China. And again, if you're one of those overachievers and want to go that extra mile, go right ahead and share the broadcast on Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, or maybe send a personal email to that person you know who is teaching English in China currently, or that person at church considering getting involved in missions. We with Vision for China are asking the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China with the gospel, and we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this awesome country. One thing we're finding as of late is that many who were previously working in China are locked out of the country due to coronavirus and are praying about how to get back in. Even methods of staying quote-unquote connected to China, like VIP Kid and other online educational platforms, are shutting down due to new regulations. If you know someone in a similar situation, be sure to point them to the podcast as well. Sending someone a quick link to the podcast might just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a path to preaching and doing full-time ministry in China. They may have never heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving Him in the Middle Kingdom. So go ahead and share with them. They'll probably thank you for it. This week, I'm excited to share the story of George Stott, one of Hudson Taylor's first recruits to head to China. This Scotsman was involved in a dangerous farming accident as a young man and, despite his resulting handicap, decided to apply to go to China as a missionary anyway. So what is George Stott's story? What was his accident and how did it physically handicap him? And why did he resolve to apply to be a missionary despite it all? Well, we'll get into all that and more right after the Chinese region of the week.
Our region for this week is Taiwan. Taiwan is located just off the southeast coast of mainland China and is home to around 25 million people. Taiwan is a unique place because of its political status. While mainland China considers Taiwan a province of China, Taiwanese people consider themselves to be their own independent nation separate from the mainland. Taiwan's government is even separate from that of the mainland, and as such, there is relative freedom to preach the gospel there. Despite that freedom, there is still much opposition in the form of Buddhism and traditional Chinese folk religion. The Vision for China team currently has three missionaries serving in Taiwan. Please pray for them and their respective ministries. Two are currently church planning and one is in language school. Meanwhile, there are others who are currently trying to push paperwork through to enter and begin serving. Please pray for more laborers for Taiwan. Please pray for its borders to reopen soon. Please pray for the churches there to be bold in their preaching of the gospel. Friends, pray for Taiwan. The people need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. So many Taiwanese still do not know much, if anything, about the love shown them in Jesus Christ. Would you pray that more laborers would be raised up to take the good news of Christ's death for them, to them? Taiwan is yet another great place with plenty of opportunities to serve the Lord and preach. Friends, I again remind you that there really are endless opportunities to come to China and preach the message of salvation. There are so many in Taiwan who know nothing of Jesus, much less that he gave his life for them. Brother, you're listening in and praying about serving Christ overseas. Maybe you're considering what he'd have you do with your life. So why not consider giving your life to boldly preaching Jesus in China? Why not devote your life to magnifying Him, making much of Him among the people of this vast nation? There are dozens of millions of people all throughout the various provinces and regions of China that have yet to hear the gospel, and you could be the one to tell them. You could be the one to bring the glad tidings. Would you pray for the people of Taiwan? Would you pray for them to hear the gospel and be saved? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more laborers who will surrender their lives to give them the gospel? Brother, why not surrender your life to being that preacher and boldly proclaiming the gospel among them? How, after all, are they going to hear without a preacher? A throbbing pain shot up his leg as he hit the ground. George slowly rolled to one side, which was a task in and of itself, so as to figure out what was going on with his leg. The pain was immense, absolutely excruciating. Wincing and gnashing his teeth, he peered at his left leg, which was steady, pouring blood, and gnarled up something nasty. When he slipped, his left knee had apparently slammed against a large stone there on the ground. He quickly removed his shirt, tore a strip of cloth from it, and used it to tie up his knee at the exposed site so as to apply steady pressure. As he worked at dressing his wound, he called his brother over to help him up. 
By the time he and his brother made it back to their farm home on the outskirts of Aberdeen, most of the family had gathered to see what was the matter. A doctor was called to check things out, and George was instructed to rest for some weeks in an effort to reduce swelling. Unfortunately, the swelling would come and go. It would reduce for a time, and just when he would think he could resume walking and then eventually resume farm work, the swelling would return and again render him bedridden for a few days. This cycle repeated itself for weeks. It became rather frustrating, and the weeks turned to months, which turned into two whole years. By the end of the second year, doctors determined his leg couldn't be saved. George Stott's only remaining course of action was to amputate. So, at a mere 21 years old, George's whole left leg was amputated. For nine months, he lay a helpless invalid. For nine months, he lay in bed wondering why such a horrible thing could befall someone as young as him. How would he work? How would he live? And what would living be like? Everything seemed turned on its head. But then, during this dark hour of his life, George Stott heard the gospel of the Lord Jesus and was gloriously saved. Previously, he had been careless and indifferent towards God's love in Christ. But now, in this new helpless condition, how precious the love of Christ became. After his recovery, he began to work as a teacher in a school, where he taught for several years, until one day he heard of China's need of missionaries through a friend. This friend was himself going out to China as a missionary. His friend told him of China's millions and told him that they had never heard of God's love expressed toward them in Jesus. Curious, George asked for more information, and his friend sent him directly to the source, none other than a man by the name of Hudson Taylor. Hudson Taylor was a man who had spent about five years in China and who had been back in England for some years recruiting others to go. When meeting with Hudson, George asked to apply to go to China as a missionary with the newly formed mission, the China Inland Mission. George felt certain that he would be rejected. After all, how could a lame man with a fake leg be used to accomplish anything on the mission field? Certainly, Hudson would think him foolish for even entertaining the idea. But, to George's surprise, Hudson not only considered his application, but accepted it. Hudson did, however, have a question to ask George. Why, George, would you, with only one leg, think of going to China? George's reply was full of faith. Mr. Taylor, I do not see those with two legs going, so I must. Within months, George was sailing away from his home in England and was bound for Shanghai, China. Now, perhaps in the future, we here at the broadcast will explore more of George Stott's story. But for the time being, let's simply point out the lasting impact of his ministry in a city called Wenzhou, China. When George arrived in Wenzhou, no foreigners, much less missionaries, could be found. In fact, 
His first two and a half years were spent as the only foreigner in town. The people had never known the gospel before he arrived and preached it to them. However, during his decades in China, George Stott saw many people saved and many churches started there in Wenzhou. In fact, one of the churches he started there in Wenzhou all the way back in the 1800s is still going strong now, even in the 21st century. Praise the Lord that this lame preacher of the gospel was willing to go to China and make much of his Savior. Brother, it would have been so easy for young George Stock to have never given a second thought to missions. It would have been so easy for him to think that due to his handicap, the Lord could never or would never use him. He could have used his handicap as an excuse to not serve the Lord overseas. He could have consigned himself to see himself as unfit for missions in China. Maybe, friend, you have similar thoughts. Maybe you think that due to some handicap or impediment or weakness that you see in yourself, that you are unfit to serve the Lord on the mission field. Maybe you feel inadequate to preach Him anywhere, much less in a far-flung place like China. I'm not sure why it is that you're hesitant. Maybe it's your upbringing or education, or maybe your fears or your past. Maybe you too have some handicap or some family history or some weakness that you think God could never use to further the preaching of the gospel. But friend, do you not realize that the Lord uses the weak to confound the mighty? Do you not see that he uses people, weaknesses and all, to accomplish his purposes in this world? Consider how the Lord blessed George Stott's ministry despite his handicap. Consider how the Lord used Moses despite his stammering tongue. Consider how the Lord used Gideon despite his fears. Consider how the Lord used Peter despite his denials. Brother, the Lord is mighty. The Lord is powerful. The Lord is able. And He delights in showing Himself strong through us, weak vessels. He can use you, handicap and all. He can use you, stammering tongue and all. He can work through you, fears and all. He can send you to proclaim the gospel in spite of you because the power is in His message and not in the messenger. He can use you because the strength is in the gospel and not in the preacher. Brother, I get it. You consider China and you think insurmountable task. You think of preaching in China and think impossible. You think certainly there is someone more articulate, more persuasive, more bold, more suited for the task than you. But brother, let me remind you that the more articulate, more persuasive, more bold, 
and more suited people, just like people with two legs in George Stott's story, simply aren't going. And God wants to use you. God wants to use a humble and willing servant. That's right. He wants to reach China and the world with men who would simply surrender to obey His voice, do His will, and take His gospel to those who haven't heard. Brother, are you surrendered to do the Lord's will? Are you willing to go where He leads? Are you ready to follow His direction even to a place like China? The eloquent aren't going. The highly educated aren't going. The people who have it all together aren't going. So will you? Brother, will you pray? Will you go? Will you preach? Will you surrender your life to Christ in obedience to His commission? Will you commit to do all in your power to reach China and the world with the gospel? Again, brothers, opportunities abound to preach Jesus and serve Him in China. I beg you to consider China. I plead with you again to pray and ask the Lord what He would have you do for Him in China. If you want to take your next step toward China and learn how to either get on or continue on a path toward full-time ministry there, reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com. That's I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M. Or email me personally at austin at reachingchina.org. That's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk to you about the steps you can take towards preaching Jesus in China, whether that next step be Bible training, ministry training, or language and culture training. We'd love to guide you on your path to making Jesus famous in China. Friends, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27, the Bible says that God has chosen the weak things to confound the things that are mighty. He has chosen the Ranrua. Ranrua. Ranrua is Chinese for weak. Brother, have you realized that despite your Ranrua, God can use you to make much of Him? Have you come to a point where you see that He can use your Ranrua even in a place like China? China needs more men who are Ranrua and yet are surrendered to be used of God. Is that you, brother? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode for an exciting story from Southwest China. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. Please remember to pray for more laborers for Taiwan this week. The people there 
need more rotten royal preachers to go and boldly proclaim Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, Sai Jin.